0: And good morning everybody. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I got forget our first broadcast is on Tuesday. Tuesday so that makes
1: today Wednesday. The, today
0: Wednesday, not Tuesday. The yes. second day of our broadcast, but it's the third day of the week. Yes. How you doing? Great. Why? Because You're going to say great, you better be prepared to say why you're great.
1: I'm seated with him, an executive authority. I'm one with Jesus. I got the Holy Spirit in me and all his power. It's awesome. I got the spirit of wisdom and revelation going
0: on. That's awesome. So, in other words, you are ready to give thanks.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Oh. That's past. Sna-
0: okay. It, okay, with a snap of a finger... We could be in a different place. We
1: have to be in a different place. Okay,
0: we'll have to be in a different place.
1: Giving thanks is done.
0: How about... No. Well, we'll
1: always give thanks. But uh, we'll always give thanks. We're moving into Christmas.
0: Moving into Christmas? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have a Christmas one yet. It's okay. We'll get it. We'll get it Christmas. All right, how about from the streets of Beacon? Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a funny. It's amazing what you can do with the green, screen, green screens. Well, hey, if you're not having fun as a Christian... And you're doing something wrong. Something wrong. So we'll just go back to this one. <laughs> we wanted to tell you right from the get-go how much we love you and how much we appreciate you. We thank you for all that you do for us. Amen. Amen? Amen. Prayers, encouraging letters. Oh, the letters are beautiful. The, the messages are beautiful. Uh, the uh, text messages, the instant messages, just beautiful. And then your financial gifts, their financial gifts are, uh, you're amazing. We love you. We're so appreciative of you. And, uh, you know, I was pretty much up all night. did not know that. Well, I was up a lot, you know. It wasn't, I'm not tired. It wasn't a restless up. Maybe I wasn't awake. Maybe I was dreaming, I don't know. Because all, all that I could remember all night was constantly going through different scriptures. Just reinforcing and meditating on, 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 on different scriptures. So, I don't know. Maybe I was sleeping. But, you know, this is why we go over many times, many times we go over, you know, the same what I call to be power scriptures over and over and over again. Because if we continue to go over these scriptures over and over and over again, they're going to be fixed in your soul.
1: I you like know? it. I love it.
0: Right? hmm I, I know. Listen compared to some people i don't have much memorized compared to to much people but compared to most people i guess i have a lot of scriptures memorized Mm -hmm. now i remember when i was young i used to purposely set out to try to memorize scriptures and it was so hard but i don't it's funny because right now i don't seek to memorize them I just am led to them and I read them and I think about them over and over again and and I use them over and over again. And and the next thing you know, boom, they're in my soul. They're in my soul. And they're ready in in an instant to be brought up when they're needed. And so that's why we go over um, the amount of scriptures that we do. Because you keep hearing them. You keep hearing them. You keep hearing them. They're gonna become fixed on your soul. Yep. You have any favorite scriptures? Lots. Well, give me one. <laughs> Come on, you know this this is full participation here. <laughs> Without turning. <laughs> no. I,
1: I ascended with him. I'm in full executive authority. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation.
0: Okay. I believe you're going to Ephesians. Uh, Always. Ephesians chapter 2, that tells us that, you know, we were co-quickened with him. And we were raised with him. And we're seated with him in heavenly places. And then his Ephesians prayer in chapter 1. It's a great prayer. You know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed. And you find it talked about it all the time. How beautiful and wonderful the Lord's prayer was. Okay? And everybody knows the Lord's prayer. Right? Right? our Father who art in heaven. But yet, the two most dynamic prayers that we could ever pray in the new covenant is from Ephesians. Ephesians chapter one and Ephesians chapter three. And yet, you know, if you were to ask God's children, how many of you know that prayer, that prayer? How many of you pray that prayer? How many of you know the power behind that prayer? You know, most don't. And so that's another reason why we always talk about Paul's Ephesians prayer, because it's powerful and it should become your personal prayer. Anything? Amen. (laughs) What do you think, just sitting here to look pretty next to me? (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Well, you definitely look pretty next to me. Thanks. She doesn't like, she's going to get me when we're done. That's she's right. going to get me, with she's going she's gonna to beat me with the Bible, <laughs> just having fun with my wife. So we started yesterday, uh, we started yesterday with Philemon verse six, and and that's one of my favorite verses. I mean, I have so many favorite verses, but it's a verse I have memorized because I guess I just go to it so much and I... I I've looked at it so much and I've meditated on it so much that, you know, it's there. And it simply says that the communication of our faith, and, but this is Paul talking to Philemon, but he's talking to us. He's writing this to us, that the communication of your faith, the communication of your faith, the communication of your faith would become effectual or effective by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. See, there you go. It's in you, but it's in Christ Jesus because Christ Jesus is in you. And because he's in you, every good thing that Jesus is and every good thing that Jesus has is in you. And it can't be separated from you. This is why Paul's, Paul's theology and doctrine is just so vitally important. When he talks about our union, our unification, our being united with Christ, our being one with Christ is so vitally important. This is why 40 times Paul uses the term hagios to the hagios, the, the saints. And the word is hagios. He uses that 40 times. And, and, and what does hagios mean? holy. blameless ones holy and blameless ones you know this is why Paul in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 says put you know put on your new man put on your new man which after the likeness of Christ has been created in true holiness and true righteousness it's up to you to put him on religion wants to take him off it's up to you to put him on And how do you put them on? Paul tells us, by being renewed in the spirit of your mind. By being renewed in your mind. By being renewed in your mind to what? That you're holy and blameless. That you you walk in true holiness and true righteousness. Why? Because you're united to Christ. You're one with Christ. Wear them, put them on. That's your identity religion tries to strip you of it. How do they try to strip you of it? The law. By legalism, yeah. But, but, by making that statement and taking it so out of context, we're just all sinners just saved by grace. We're just all sinners just saved by grace. No, we are not. Stop taking verse 23 of Romans chapter 3 out of context. Put it in context with what Paul is talking about. Put it in context with verse 24. But now we are all freely justified. Put it in context with verse 26. But God who is just, is just in calling us just and holy because of our faith in Jesus Christ. Put it in context with with Romans chapter four, verse 25. He was delivered up for our transgressions and raised for our declaration of righteousness. Put it in in context with Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified, we have peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Put it in context with Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Oh boy. We have received, we have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. And because of that, we rule and reign as one in Jesus Christ. Put it in context. And this is why it's so vitally important, Paul is talking about that the communication of your faith might become effectual. And we talked about that word communication, how it's koinonia, how it's a partnership, how it's a partnership, how it's participation in this partnership, right? How, How it's the formal arrangement. This is man's definition. A formal arrangement, partnership, formal arrangement by two or more parties to manage and operate a business and share its profits. profits. So but Paul is using this word, koinonia, your partnership. Another word for your union. Another word for being united, okay? That this uniting with Jesus Christ, right? This uniting, this, this, this partnership. Where you operate in the same business. What's the business we operate in? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. God. And we share in its profits because we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. What he has, we have. What What he has is ours. What he owes is ours. What's been given to him by the Father has been given to us. Joint heirs. Paul says it in Romans chapter 8, verse 16 and 17. And the Holy Spirit, you know, so many people, oh, the Holy Spirit convicts you of sin. Oh, the Holy Spirit can, no, you know what the Holy Spirit does? He convinces you of your righteousness. And according to this, Romans chapter 8, verse 16, the Holy Spirit testifies, testifies, that you're a child of God. This is what the Holy Spirit testifies of. This is what the Holy Spirit convinces of. Romans chapter eight, verse 16, 17, that you're a child of God and he testifies. This is what the Holy Spirit's testifying to you. You're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Okay. This is what the Holy Spirit is testifying. You're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. This is what the Holy Spirit is testifying. You're holy and you're righteous. So
1: he's the encourager.
0: Amen. amen. John. Amen. He's the helper, he's the encourager. the comforter. Amen. You want to keep going or what?
1: Well, he <laughs> does a lot of things, and he he's helps and he encourages, and he, he's the advocate. He's the comforter,
0: so he's certainly
1: not going to tell us a
0: couple amen. things. Amen. He testifies to us of good things, the good things that are ours, through Jesus Christ. It's like
1: because a he, defense attorney.
0: Amen. But, and you know why? Do you know why? Because Paul, he tells us why. In Romans chapter 2, verse 4, it's the goodness of God. It's the loving kindness of God. It's the goodness of God that leaves us to have this metanoia, this changing of direction. This cha- So when he testifies, holy, righteous, he testifies, you're a child of God. He testifies, you're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. He testifies, you're blameless. You're, he testifies. He knows, he knows that that's our empowerment for the transformation. That's how he transforms us. You know, oh, Mm -hmm. you're sinning, you're, no, 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 no. He convinces us of our righteousness. That could be found in Hebrews also. Hebrews chapter 10, I believe it's verse 15 or 16, where the Holy Spirit bears witness to our sanctification and our righteousness and our holiness, praise God, Hallelujah! So the communication, this, this koinonia, this partnership, right? Of our faith, of our faith becomes effective. Now that word faith means pistis, pistis. It means a trust, a trust. I trust the communication the coin and need the partnership right the partnership um what's the other word the, the 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 participation becomes effective through your trust through your trust trust in who trust i trust god i trust him and if i trust him there's no room for fear Amen. I trust him. There's no room for anxiety. I trust him. There's no room for worry.
1: Anxious for nothing.
0: But that's our go-to. You know that? Moses and the children of Israel before the Red Sea and the nation of of Egypt behind them. Oh, God, what are we going to do? Why would you lead us here? And what is God saying? Moses, why are you crying? Moses, what are you crying for? You got the staff in your hand? You have my authority. What? He's telling Moses what what Paul is telling us. you have the partnership. Ah, you have the authority. Are you being blessed? <laughs> yes. What are you like saying? Where does he get this stuff from? I don't okay. know. It's just popping. So said so, Moses. You have it, Moses. You hold. See, we missed this. Oh, you split the sea so we could walk right through it. No, Moses split the sea. He said, Moses, you hold up your staff, Moses. You divide the waters.
1: We're in the throne room with executive authority.
0: Yes. So, what is what is our go to? Gideon. He's he's a mighty man of God. Mighty man of valor. Gideon, right? He's hiding in a wine press he's hiding in a wine press and what is God mighty man of valor you see see God sees so much different this is this is what Paul is saying here Paul Paul is saying partnership participation starts with trust you got to trust you got to trust you got to trust you got to trust when you walk to those waters you got to trust their
1: partner but we have the Holy Spirit to help us with that trust. It's not something that we have to conjure up and work really hard at and concentrate on. And the Holy Spirit, that's what he does. He's.
0: That's grace. There you go. So in other words, God has eliminated all the risk for us. Yes. And he lives in us.
1: So we have his faith. So all we have to do... It's a done deal. ...is believe. That's
0: it. It's a done deal. And I hope you're talking loud enough so they can hear you.
1: It's a done deal. A
0: done deal. So here's Paul. The communication of your faith, your trust, your trust, your trust, your trust in this partnership, in this union, in this uniting. You have to trust it. Trust, believe, in, 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 in and in a belief. You're set. You're, you're, you're fully founded, your foundation, belief and trust in this partnership, in this participation, that you are one with Jesus Christ and you are joint there with him. And as he is, so are you in this world. Amen. <laughs> so Paul's saying the communication, the partnership, the participation, your trust, your trust, it becomes effectual. Now it's, he's talking the next step. It's becoming effectual, effectual. And and that word effectual is inerga, inerga, inerga. What does that sound like? Energy, 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 inergus, energus, and it means active, and it means operative, and it means it operates, and it means powerful. I wrote it all down in my Bible. So Paul is putting this all together for us. This participation, this partnership, that's that's molded together and 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 melted together to trust. Through trust in your union, in your oneness, in your union, in your oneness, in the fact that you're a joint there, in and and the fact that as Jesus is, so are you in this world. And, and it's 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 molded, the partnership, the, the participation. It's, it's in the trust, and it's the belief. And it becomes effective now. It becomes operative now. It becomes effectual now. It becomes powerful now. How? By the continual, continual acknowledging. By the acknowledging. By the acknowledging. Epignosis, right? What does that mean? It means the recognition. The recognition. The recognition. recognition, Full discernment of what? Paul is going to emphasize it again. Every single good thing that is in you, in Jesus Christ. Everything. And now when you begin to look at this verse and unpack this verse, how long have we been going so far? 20 minutes. We're going to put put this... To an end, and we're gonna we're gonna continue on Friday, Thursday, tomorrow. Lori and I won't be with you. We're sorry. We have an early morning appointment, eight thirty, in Cornwall, New York, that we have to attend. So we'll be with you Friday. But now, when you when you unpack this verse, now you can see the power of Paul's prayer. That you would know the exceeding greatness of his power.
1: Mm. Experience it. Live in it.
0: The exceeding greatness of his power that works within you, right? That you would recognize it. Now you know what Paul is saying, and we can unpack Romans chapter 8, verse 11, where it says, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, then that same spirit will revitalize and renew and restore your mortal. Body. Now you can see, you unpack, and it's consistent with Paul's thinking. Now, now... You can unpack this verse with Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, right? God is able to do far beyond what you can dare ask or think according to the power that it's works working within you. What? Is working. That the communication of your faith might become effective by the acknowledging, by the recognition of every, 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 every good thing, great thing, powerful thing that is in you in Jesus.
1: Done.
0: Any last words? It's awesome. We love you, you. the power. We love you. Have a wonderful, magnificent, glorious, grace-filled day, and we will see you Friday morning. We love you.